With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Dynet All Access Daily Podcast for Wednesday, February 1st, 2017. I am Jason Powell. Coming up after the break, we'll be discussing the WWE SmackDown on USA Network show and some matches that have been announced for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. WWE SmackDown last night was in Corpus Christi, Texas at American Bank Center. It was the first show coming out of the Royal Rumble. And, uh, well, we learned a lot about Elimination Chamber, as uh, we expected that we would, uh, because uh, the show is less than two weeks away. There's only the go-home show of SmackDown remaining. Yep, Elimination Chamber and the Royal Rumble are that close. I I wish they would uh, move the Raw show. If they have to have one show close to the Rumble... I, I guess I, it's, I guess I just wish it was an elimination chamber. It doesn't really give them a good amount of time to build that up properly, and it was pretty random the way they announced things this time around. And uh, we'll get into that in just a second, a couple of uh, in-house notes. Number one, I am a guest on the Ross Report podcast. Be sure to check that out at podcastone.com. Uh, Jim Ross and I discussed the WWE Royal Rumble. Jim had some uh, TNA-related news items. And uh, we talked about uh, Samoa Joe debuting on Raw. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Tyrus is also the guest, a.k.a. Brodus Clay. And I have not even had a chance to listen to Tyrus yet, or I would tell you what he had to talk about. I'm guessing it's uh, his Brodus Clay days, his Tyrus days, all that good stuff. Uh, But yeah, go over to uh, Podcast One when you have a chance and uh, take a listen. Also, if you're listening to this beforehand, on Wednesday, high noon central, 1 Eastern Time. I am on the PW Torch Livecast at PWTorchLivecast.com. I will be taking phone calls with Wade Keller. So if you have uh, anything you want to discuss regarding, uh, well, Raw, SmackDown, Rumble, Chamber, whatever's on your mind, we'd love to hear from you at PWTorchLivecast.com. And final in-house note uh, before we start diving into the rest of the show here, uh, don't forget, ProWrestling.net membership, $1 for one month. All you have to do is use the coupon code RUMBLE1. All one word, RUMBLE1. You can use the numeral, you can spell it out, however you want to do it, that's what you use. When you visit the main page of ProWrestling.net, you click on the sign-up area, and then once you're in there, you're going to see those three different pricing options, and to take advantage of that, uh, select the monthly, and uh, enter the coupon code RUMBLE1. This is not going to be around for long. It was just a Rumble Week special, kind of keeping it mostly to the audio side. So you guys have heard about it here. I think I may have snuck it into the uh, Rumble review, and that was about it. So it's kind of an audio perk. Get in, get on this while you can, because uh, we don't do many specials. Uh, dive on in. $1 for one month. It's going to save you $6.50. And, of course, if you enjoy this audio show, now that we do this style of audio for all the major television shows, I just did 84 
eight minutes roughly with uh, Zach Zimmerman on Sunday night for the Royal Rumble. Uh, the members heard my Raw audio review late Monday night, early Tuesday morning. Uh, then also the NXT audio review coming out of a Saturday's live special. And uh, we also do Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground when it's up and running with the uh, first run shows, TNA Impact Wrestling. Uh, and 205 Live, the members are listening to that. Uh, they'll be actually hearing that on Wednesday morning, early afternoon at some point as well. Uh, so if you enjoy audio content, and I'm just covering the TV shows, so that, that's all I'm talking about. We also have the .NET Weekly audio show, my Q&A show where I take member questions, uh, both wrestling and non. We have some fun at the end. We kind of break it up. So if you're not into the non-wrestling, don't worry about it. But we do have some fun on the back end of that show. Uh, the Pretentious Wrestling Podcast, oftentimes so the guys will get together and uh, do a special bonus edition for exclusively for the members and then coming up later on today it'll be the uh, progress wrestling i believe it's uh, chapter 42 that hayden gleed and darren gutteridge review uh, the guys have been doing that now for some time they actually attended this event in person and so but they're going to go through the uh, full rundown of uh, must be the dvd release that's out and the guys do a great job with that both are uk based obviously if they attended the progress show I guess not obviously. Somebody could take a trip over there. But, uh, yeah, they're both UK-based. And uh, that one available today exclusively for .NET members. Again, Rumble 1 is the uh, way to get in for $1 for one month of membership. All right, as for SmackDown, it didn't take long to find out who was in the chamber. There really wasn't much fanfare to this. Uh, it was in the opening backstage segment with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. And uh, you had AJ Styles uh, standing there as they were kind of uh, boasting about what happened at the Rumble and how SmackDown had ended up having a good night with, uh, with with Randy Orton winning the Rumble and John Cena and, and AJ having such a great match and all of that. And we found out that John Cena will defend the championship inside Elimination Chamber against AJ Styles, The Miz, Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, and Bray Wyatt. So those are your entrants for the Chamber match. Uh, and, you know, it just, I, I think some of it is just due to the rush, but, you know, that's what I mean about kind of pushing, maybe pushing the, the Chamber back in favor of having Fastlane here, is that... Uh, well, you can build to it, and not just like, I mean, you can do qualifying matches. There's different ways you can go about it that I think would be fun, and now maybe SmackDown just doesn't have that deep of roster. Uh, we did find out, I'll just get to this now, too, before we finish off the rest of the show, the other, some other matches that have been announced for this show, because so we're like, how are they going to fill this out if they really do load up the chamber? And for SmackDown, that's about as load as you can get. You know, those are their top talents, uh, including the Intercontinental Champion in there, at least as of now. I mean, he could always drop the championship next week, but uh, your, the other matches on this show right now are Alexa Bliss and Naomi for the SmackDown Women's Championship, American Alpha, they're going to defend the SmackDown tag titles in a turmoil match, I think we know all or at least most of the opponents, and we'll talk about that as we work our way through, and then Nikki Bella and Naomi as well, So, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if they add Becky Lynch and uh, Mickey James to this show too, so we could end up with three women's matches on this show, keep in mind they also have to fill the kickoff show, so it's, uh, you know, that, that's kind of the tough part about having a chamber match like this, Dolph Ziggler could work Kalisto or Apollo Crews, I guess, hell he could work against both of them. I don't know what's going on with that that program, but that's where the chamber stands right now. Uh, but uh, John Cena ended up making his entrance and talking about how the champ is here, and uh, they, they definitely there was some dueling chance for him. And uh, he, I, I like this. He talked about how he had to admit that he was uh, wrong about something, and he uh, he praised AJ Styles. You know, he said that originally said he was just another guy from Atlanta. He called him an elite WWE superstar that brings out the best in him, and is. Uh, 
Uh, he said his performance was what the WWE Championship is all about, and nobody can question that. Uh, and, and this was a nice touch because Cena was just so down on him last week, just tearing into him going into the Rumble match to the point that they spent so much time tearing each other down that they really weren't talking about the championship or the whole 16 title reign thing. I I guess it just it made me feel like AJ was going to retain. Uh, but I, now that Cena's actually won this, my best guess is that he ends up, he ends up getting 17 sooner rather than later and they're going to play up him breaking the record more than they did him tying the record. Uh, so, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Cena noted that he had to defend his championship in just two weeks, and uh, then we ended up with uh, the Wyatt family sounder. Bray, and, uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton walk onto the ramp, and uh, Wyatt's mocking Cena's champ is here routine, and um, he talked about how he would leave the chamber as WWE champion, which is uh, most likely the uh, the... the if, if there were odds on this, I would think that he would be the heavy favorite right now. And uh, he said the world will enter the era of Wyatt. And then he uh, turned over to Orton, uh, and he said things are changing, and no one is a better example than him. Uh, Orton said that uh, if he manages to survive the Elimination Chamber, referring to Cena, he'd be waiting for him at WrestleMania. Well, I got news for you. That match is not happening at Mania. For all everyone out there who is so paranoid, they, oh my God, they're going to give us Cena and Orton. They're giving it to you next week on SmackDown. That is the SmackDown main event. I just can't imagine them giving away a match on SmackDown that they intend to have be one of the top, even a title match, not even a top match, but a title match at WrestleMania. When I saw that, I was like, well, it's official. Not that I really thought that they were going to go in that direction, but it certainly seemed like it made it official when they announced that. Kind of odd that they would go in that direction, isn't it? That you wouldn't... I, I maybe they didn't really play up the whole WrestleMania ramifications either, so you know to a great extent. So that was kind of strange. Uh, but then, uh, so the Wyatts uh, come to the ring and they're surrounding Cena. Well, the Wyatt Sounder, the whole video flash happens again, and Luke Harper is in the ring when the lights came back on, standing right behind Cena, but he was there to help him, not to hurt him. Cena picked up on this and celebrated. He was fired up, and uh, Shane McMahon came out and uh, ended up booking them in a tag match for after the break. And when they came back from the break, it was a team of Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt beating Luke Harper and John Cena in 18-22. Long match. I liked a lot of what they did here. There was some, there were some fun moments. Basically, the idea is that Harper doesn't like Orton, not, not even a little bit. Orton doesn't like Harper. Wyatt is st- he still has some hold over Luke that Luke appears to be on the verge of breaking. We saw him at the Rumble. Uh, he was he was about to hit Sister Abigail, and that was broken up. Well, he wanted to do that again here, and it was broken up. But, yeah, there was, at, at one point, like, he didn't even want to be in the ring with Bray, tagging himself out, that sort of thing, tagging himself in at one point when Randy Orton was in the ring. So I really like what they're doing with Luke Harper. It, it's uh, uh, I, I, I'm not crazy about the whole Wyatt-Orton match at Manny if it plays out that way, but I, I like what they're doing with the Wyatts right now. This is making for some good television, and if you can just, you know, I mean, I, I don't think that's going to be a huge match at WrestleMania. I don't think they're delusional enough to think it is, and so if you can just kind of accept that, well, yeah, he may have won the Rumble, and uh, uh, but, but it doesn't mean he's going to be the true main event of Mania. Maybe it can be fun. I guess one of the things I'm so down on is that I think we're going to go into WrestleMania with uh, the the longest reigning champion as far as the world titles are concerned being Bray Wyatt 
because I think they're going to change the other one at Fastlane. I, it's just uh, crazy to me that you don't want a long-running champion going into your biggest show of the year, but they do this they, they do this far too often now. Coming out of a commercial break, we had James Ellsworth coming out. He's got that new look. He looks like uh, he's going to induct Too Cool into the Hall of Fame, but I don't think Too Cool is going into the Hall of Fame. It's just this goofball look they've given him. Uh, he was out there in the corner of Carmelo, who defeated Delilah Dawson in 148. Uh, Ellsworth ended up tripping Delilah, and that allowed uh, Carmella to apply the code of silence and get the victory. Kind of simple and effective. You know, there wasn't much to it. I, I still, I don't think this pairing is really doing anything for either one of them. I actually was, uh, I, I enjoyed Carmella more when she was holding her own in that feud with Nikki Bella, and I certainly enjoyed Ellsworth more than I do now. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much, he, what, what there is to do with Ellsworth. They, they kind of overexposed him, but I thought it would be better than this. Uh, but this was, you know, fine, again, for what it was. Uh, then Kalisto made his entrance. They went to a commercial break. And if you were wondering, well, who's Kalisto facing? And you, you thought, couldn't be Dolph Ziggler. Well, you were wrong, because, of course, it's Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph beat him in two minutes and nine seconds with a super kick. Uh, this was, uh, well, it's Dolph Ziggler and Kalisto. We just keep seeing it. Doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, he tried to take Kalisto's mask off after the match. Apollo Cruz comes out, made the save there. Cruz was watching on the backstage monitor. Uh, so I guess he just keeps beating up Kalisto, and the match to look forward to is Cruz, even though Dolph has kind of manhandled him already, too. Backstage, Becky Lynch and Naomi were interviewed by Dasha Fuentes. This was just, um, I don't know, two hyper baby faces. And it, it, I, I, you know, it's like they're hyping up a tag match, and it just, uh, th there were other people I wanted to hear from on this show. I, I, I normally like Becky Lynch's mic work and all this, but I did, this really didn't do much for me. Uh, from there, we went to uh, Ni we went to that match. Uh, once the women made their, their entrances, it was the team of Naomi and Becky Lynch defeating Alexa Bliss and Mickey James in 943. Once again, Naomi getting the win. Uh, he, she hit a split-legged split moonsault on Bliss and pinned her. And so the idea is that she's now beaten her at the Rumble, and she beat her here. She's got her number. And so, of course, she's going to get that, ta that uh, women's championship match, which was announced by Daniel Bryan, again, on the Talking Smack show afterward. It is kind of a shame. I mean, I understand they're trying to establish Naomi as a, as a threat to Alexa, but... Boy, did they, they introduce Mickey at the wrong time. Uh, she should mean more than she does, and uh, it's it's unfortunate. It's, she just came in, and they, they shifted the focus right away. You know, she had that one promo, and the fans gave her the what treatment, and so ever since then, it's just her feud with Becky has been kind of shoved to the background. Um, they, they, they need to get that straight because uh, that, that's, uh, that's the feud. They have, you know, three women's feuds on SmackDown right now, and then that should be the best one. Uh, but they went to, uh, uh, they, they hyped AJ and Dean Ambrose for later on in the show. And then American Alpha were interviewed by Dasha Fuentes. And uh, they were saying that they've had the tag team titles for a month and nobody's uh, stepped up. And so uh, Chad Gable decided to issue an open challenge, figuring someone was going to show up. And I think everyone who follows NXT closely got excited thinking, it's the revival. Hey, we got uh, Joe on Monday. They'll come back with something on SmackDown on Tuesday, right? Hey, I was hoping so, but no. Uh, it was the usual suspects. It's uh, the guys who would basically be working WWE main event if WWE main event were still a SmackDown thing. WWE superstars went away, which was a Raw show, kind of their B show, and uh, then main event moved to Mondays. And so SmackDown, well, its B show is 
It's 205 Live, yay. Uh, but uh, no, it's it was The Ascension, The Vaudevillains, Brizongo, Heath Slater, and Rhino. And it just led to everybody fighting. This really didn't go anywhere. Uh, and then uh, they, they went to a commercial break. And when they came back, the... Uh, well, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, they were still fighting. And uh, then they basically the last couple teams in the ring uh, were the were Alpha and the Usos. Jake mentioned Slater and Rhino. I don't even recall them. I, I remember one of them being on the apron or something, but he's probably right. I'm probably just forgetting something. Uh, but I'm using Jake Barnett's report as I always do is kind of my outline here for this. But uh, Alpha's music started playing, and that was it. That that was done. We and again we found out afterward that it's uh, it's going to be a tag team turmoil match with I assume those teams. Nothing stopping them from adding Ella, from from adding uh, the revival, but can't say I've got my hopes up now. I, I did for this, and I guess I'll, I'll get them up a little bit. I'll convince myself that hey, you never know, and I'll probably be really disappointed. Uh, then we ended up with uh, kind of a recap of uh, the Nikki and Natalia uh, stuff from last week, and then uh, they had two security guys walk in and uh, then say all clear. Uh, this was in a backstage segment. Uh, Natalia walked in, and Daniel Bryan was asking what she was doing there and what was going on. Well, it's an unsafe working environment, so she just has uh, two security guards now. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a regular thing. They didn't look like uh, two guys. They, not like they gave them names or anything. So I just think it's kind of a one-off deal. Well, Nikki comes into the room. They start bickering back and forth. Daniel Bryan finally screams, Enough! And uh, he ended up making a match between the two of them or elimination chamber. That's how you do it. If you are an employer and somebody comes to you with a complaint that, that that it's an unsafe work environment because of another employee, you book them to fight. Better yet, have them fight to the death right in front of your desk at work. What could possibly go wrong? Now you know I don't have a bunch of employees. Uh, we went to, uh, and, and now you know what happened to Chris Shore. Nah, Chris is out there. I, I just emailed him the other day. Anyway, back in the arena, Dean Ambrose uh, made his entrance, and then so did AJ Styles for the main event of the show. They went to a commercial break. Uh, they did give us a 205 Live spot with uh, Neville, talking about nobody's worthy of stepping in the ring with the king of the cruiserweights. And then we uh, this is where we get the official announcement. John Cena and Randy Orton for next week's SmackDown Live for the first time ever on SmackDown Live, because it's not just SmackDown now. It's SmackDown Live, so see they can they can kind of change the way they, they they can make things up like that. But yeah, it'll be Cena and Orton next week, and and Jay came to the same conclusion I did that uh, as he wrote, I should tell you a lot about WrestleMania. Uh, then the fifth match of the night, it was uh, it was a, it was a pretty good one. I enjoyed this more than Jake did. It was AJ Styles defeating Dean Ambrose in a non-title match. Uh, they had the Miz start on commentary from the start, or from the beginning of this, and then Baron Corbin ended up coming out at one point, and he joined the broadcast team and just kind of sat there and listened to Miz 
be Miz, you know, and uh, talk about all the all the things that uh, you know that he's going to do and, and and accomplish. And uh, he finally had enough of it. They started fighting. Uh, this this created a distraction so that uh, they had the referee's attention. And so Ambrose was going for a pin at one point, and that didn't happen. And then we went to Ambrose. Um, Ended up, he ended up deciding to hit a suicide dive on Baron Corbin at ringside. That sent him over the broadcast table. And then he sent Miz into the steps. And then when they got back in the ring, Styles ended up hitting a Styles clash on Ambrose and pinning him. So it was a kind of a distraction win, but at the same time, it was a good win for AJ Styles to beat the Intercontinental Champion. And, uh, you know, Ambrose is a guy that he's feuded with in the past and all of that. It, 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 they did just enough to protect Ambrose and I think... They gave just enough of a strong win to AJ Styles to make it feel like he got a little bit. If he lost any mojo at all at the Rumble, you know, along with this championship, well, he just scored a big win here. Uh, and then after the match, Miz entered the ring and he hit a skull-crushing finale on Dean Ambrose. And then Corbin hit both Miz and An- Ambrose with End of Days. And Styles was watching all of this from the top of the ramp. So yeah, I, you know, Jake just said it was fine. He wasn't in love with it. I guess the thing I appreciated it. It's been a while since we've seen. Well, I say a while. For me, it, you know, two weeks feels like a long time in wrestling because I, I, I see so much and I, I just have that type of brain that once I see it, on to the next thing. But I, I got to say, I've seen a lot of Ambrose and Styles matches. It, it, it's, uh, and, and I just kind of felt like I was seeing some things that we didn't see throughout the course of their televised matches together. It seemed like they were, they were kind of breaking out some new things. And I always appreciate when guys do that, as many you know, as, as often as those who work together. Now, maybe I'm forgetting some things, and Jake did point out that there was a spot that, uh, well, he was right. He's like, I'm sure Jason Paul will be thrilled with that spot, referring to when AJ hit him with the Pele kick, and Ambrose, you know, Pele kick, you should just kind of, that you should be down, right? Well, not Ambrose. He bounces into the ropes and comes off with that lunatic lariat thing, the teetering clothesline that I just roll my eyes at, depending on how he performs it. Not a big fan of that. Jake is right. But no, there was enough in here that I did enjoy the overall match. I thought it was a good effort, crowd into it, in fact, pretty hot for it. And then, of course, you work in The Miz and you work in and you work in Baron Corman, and it uh, you know, feels like they're setting things up for the Elimination Chamber. They have a lot of work to do. I mean, it's... Um, Unfortunately, I I feel like the Chamber should be a bigger show. It just, uh, two weeks after the Rumble is too soon, and they have one more show left to get people fired up about this, but I think naturally there's going to be some drop-off from this close to the Rumble as far as enthusiasm for a show is concerned. I think it's... um, I wouldn't be surprised if I hear from a lot of people who tell me that, uh, well, yeah, I, 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 I kind of tuned in for the Elimination Chamber match, or I watched afterward and it was for the Chamber match. And But we'll see what else they add to this. But, yeah, it just, uh, you know, it unfortunately, it, a lot of things happening on SmackDown, the way WWE did things at the Rumble, they, they really established this as the B-Show. You know, and it didn't help that Randy Orton wins the Rumble, and they don't play it up on Raw. They just... Uh, wait a couple of hours, and then tell you that, oh, I'm sure it'll be talked about on SmackDown. You know, like, what? And you had one match on the Rumble, uh, the, and granted, it, it was the show stealer with AJ and John Cena, but, um, yeah, it just they they got to do more here to uh, make SmackDown feel even. But this is what, you know, this is one of the things I've talked about recently, too, when people have asked, can, can they catch them in the ratings? It's like, I can, they, can SmackDown catch Raw? I don't think WWE would let it happen on a, on a consistent basis. I, if if Raw's ahead of SmackDown, they're not going to panic about SmackDown unless you know the number just goes way low. If there's a big discrepancy there, if SmackDown starts to approach Raw, 
they're going to load up raw. It, it's just, I think that's just in their nature. That's who they are when it comes to how, you know, they, their, their outlook on these two television shows. As. So, but anyway, that's another subject for another day. But overall, yeah, I mean, a, a, a decent show um, and kind of newsworthy coming out of Talking Smack. Uh, be sure to check out John Moore in uh, his uh, Talking Smack recap that's available Wednesday mornings. John does a really good job at that, very thorough. So if you miss Talking Smack, I kind of gave you a couple of uh, you know, newsworthy things coming out of the show, but he'll have the full-on recap available for you guys on Wednesday morning. And one more time, the coupon code, RUMBLE1. That'll get you $1 uh, for one month of .NET membership. Save yourself $6.50 if you are an existing member and you're trying to take advantage of that. Just cancel your current membership. That's the deal. Otherwise, then uh, you get double billed and it turns into a big old pain in everyone's backside. And yeah, you'll get your, you'll be reimbursed and all that. But still, save us both the hassle. Make sure you uh, cancel the membership. I am exhausted, people. It's been a long stretch here with, uh, with the NXT show on Saturday and the Rumble, of course, and then uh, just a couple of busy nights here with, uh, with Raw and SmackDown. And so if I sound tired, it's because I am. I will be more awake when I'm on the PW Torch livecast tomorrow. High noon Central Time and uh, 1 o'clock Eastern Time, pwtorchlivecast.com. And one more time, don't forget to check out the Ross Report at podcast1.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I will talk to you again very soon. Take care.